He'd be at Sephora. Or Stetson would be at Sephora. Yeah. <clears throat> Not Macy's, because yeah. Macy's trash now. Like, So I've heard. God. <laughs> if he was selling cars, what he'd be probably, what, selling Cadillacs? Stetson Bennett Cadillac! But they wouldn't be new Cadillacs. They'd be, like, late 90s. <laughs> and Jake Tal would buy all of them. Stetson Cadillac. <laughs> Come get your Eldorado. <laughs> oh, the coral snake, Jake. Um... <laughs> That was the most disgusting penis I'd ever seen. Like, uh, ass casters, our friend Jake. Our friend Jake uh, came to us at the bar. And uh, this is really how Jake approaches us every time we see him in public. He comes up to me and goes, he'd be like, hey, how you doing? And he's really nice. Because Jake is. He's a, I, I love Jake. Um, and then I'll be like, Jake, how are you doing? He's like, oh, well, here's what happened. And then <laughs> he's like, I got in a wreck yep. on a four-wheeler yep. on some private property. Yep. And he, in whatever way he crashed, he bruised his cock. And <laughs> I, I, and I think TJ's next question was, let me see. No, no, I didn't ask. I didn't, no, I didn't ask. I was just showing. I haven't seen a bruised plantain before. I was just... <laughs> Are we at Sabor? Are we on a date? <laughs> Beam shit's dehydrated. Hello, I am Robert Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters Podcast. Episode 27 of the Ass Casters Podcast. We are finally done with holiday adventures. We're done with Vegas. It is time to get back into a routine. And part of that routine means being here with you for episode 27 to talk about college football, NFL football, ready for playoffs. We'll walk through that. And we we gave a tease in our last podcast that we were going to celebrate Tiger Woods' 47th birthday, which was on... December 30th. And damn it, we're going to celebrate this thing. Is it really a tease if we just <laughs> forgot to talk about it? Well, I mentioned it at the very beginning of the podcast, and, and we just we never forgot, got there. Yeah, we forgot. So is it really a tease? <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just catching up, man. We're dangling the carrot. We never gave it. But anyway, today, today, unless we get sidetracked, we are going to run through some remarkable Tiger Woods stats uh, in addition to everything else Ooh. that we got going on today. So let's just jump right in to make sure that we can cover everything that we want today. We've got two ass casters live in studio, uh, myself and TJ. We've also got Schwammy. Uh, he is remotely dialed in with technology that I don't understand. But TJ, here in Studio 9th Street, how are you, sir? Um, This is by far, far and away... <laughs> The least amount I have ever smoked for a podcast. Um, my edible has not hit me yet. I am puffing on this disposable cartridge like it's a, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, my mouth just been all over it really deep like. Um, Schwammy, Schwammy saved, saved that, that audio bite of it yeah. in my mouth all deep like. Oh, don't worry. It's going right next to I'm making sure they're getting to the pooping. 
Uh, you guys know me so well. Um, it's been a good week. Um, we are going to eat Pedro this weekend. Finally. Finally. Yay. We are going to eat Pedro this week. Schwammy, are you coming to that? Uh, when is that exactly? Because I am booked up all weekend. Well, luckily it sounds like three, eating Pedro. I got three quite, hockey games to work. It so. sounds like this eating Pedro is quite the process. So I imagine this is going to start on a Friday and probably carry into every bit of a Saturday. Oh, God. Uh, maybe. I may have to swing by after the game on Saturday and see if you guys are alive. That's when the effects will start to hit. <laughs> yeah, that's when you guys are choking on thorns and shit that he forgot to take off. I'm going to talk to my spirit guide, man. Fuck off. Dude, that's the FedEx guy. His name's George. <laughs> I'm glad you are on a first name basis now. Oh, did I tell you that my neighbor upstairs moved out? In uh, <clears throat> did he? So, really, hey, did if really? you want to move above me, TJ, you can. No, <laughs> Andy. No, um, the neighbor that lives above us, like they need to fucking yeah. go die. Like one, they smoke cigarettes, and it's getting filtered down into mm. um yeah tar shit so like we've been coughing at night and shit and it's been no bueno uh i, I is... don't think the coughing's from the cigarettes tj i think <laughs> that's from other activities that you're doing i haven't been smoking man i mean i have been smoking but not as much <laughs> and T I have, but T not as tj much. looking extra stressed today is a good time to remind you that episode 27 just like all of our episodes of the ass casters podcast brought to you by our friends at three chai.com and let me tell Wait, you is it three chai or three chi remember we had this discussion the other day three, it's three chi my but, bad my bad um okay, okay. yes ass casters of from all backgrounds and walks of life um you all feel stressed you all feel the uh, january blues so go to 3chi.com. They have uh, just released some Delta 9O products. I will be Ooh. purchasing the Delta Zero Concentrate because um, I like to get a little crazy. Um, thank, but... thank you, girl in the back of the postal truck on Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> I, told you, I told you I could get a little crazy. Um yeah, so check out through Chi, guys. Whammy, how you going? How, how's it going, buddy? Dude, it's it's. I I feel like I haven't stopped moving since the end of Thanksgiving. You said that Saturday. I feel like I've been. Yeah, I I feel like I've just I've been on nonstop just either trips, work. I mean, what have you? I I just feel like I haven't had a day off like a, a weekend off in two months. So. Uh, I'm ready for a break, but I guess that break that's coming up is when I'm going to be in Colorado in a couple weeks. So. <clears throat> oh, what you going to do there? I'm going to go to a, a, an avalanche game, go check out Loveland and Greenlee up in northern Colorado, and uh, just go hang out for a weekend and just kind of get away for a little bit. You know, you I mean, I couldn't, it's unfortunate I couldn't join uh, Andy and Carlos's amazing adventures in Vegas, which sounded like an absolute treat uh, listening to last week's podcast yeah. it looked like a blast it was pretty fun not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. oh the things so let's 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 hop right in uh we're not going to spend too much time on this ass casters but i think just we, we do need to speak briefly on it the end of the college football season comes to a, a pretty abrupt and nasty end with georgia just uh taking tcu to the woodshed for the first time all year 
Uh, some people saw that coming. Uh, it was it, it was a massacre on all levels. So uh, mm-hmm. if you guys have thoughts on that game in particular or people that were in that game that are going to be um, either going into the draft or, or staying <coughs> with their teams moving forward, feel free to talk about it. Uh, otherwise, we can move on to, to more important stuff. TJ, I, we'll let him go second because he's dealing with the three chi vibes over here. Schwammy, tell, tell us what you watched, any takeaways that you got, and if there's none, we'll just move on. Man, I mean, I knew I knew Georgia was good and that they were going to, you know, I thought they were going to win pretty easily, but not that easily. That was a, 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 an all, for all, you know, puns that it can be said i guess that was such an ass whooping like, it's like it's i don't even know how to describe it like it it wasn't necessarily fun to watch because you know T- tcu didn't really put up a fight and early on it kind of looked like eh, they might be able to put up double digits and make it look like a game yeah that never happened georgia's defense was just too fast they were getting to to D- dugan pretty easily and really just kind of dictated how or really not what uh, TCU is going to do on offense and kind of the same way on, on um, the offensive side of the ball for the Georgia Bulldogs. They were just having their way with the TCU defense all day. And Stetson Bennett looked like a, looked like a Heisman trophy winner. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's, I guess it's what happens when you have a 30 year old man playing in college football <laughs> against 21 and 19 year olds. Uh, but I mean, it was, Georgia it was just one of the most lopsided. It was one of the most lopsided, uh, championship games i've seen in quite a while probably since ou was in the championship game a few years ago against lsu there there was a there was a tweet that was uh during, during that game and i think it was a picture of uh stetson bennett's girlfriend but i guess she looked maybe a little bit older it could have been his mom for all i know and that was the beauty of the tweet because they were like is this his mom or his girlfriend it could be the same age we don't know <laughs> Dude, I mean, he looks, I mean, for as long as he's been in college football and how old he looks like, he looks like he's married with three kids, chain smokes, and works as a grocery bagger at Kroger. Do you? So, I, I, I mean, he, he kind of fits the bill. Would you guys like to play the game, who's been at Georgia longer, Stetson Bennett or Kirby Smart? Oh, well, no. it depends, because oh, no. originally Stetson Bennett committed early on. We'll go, we'll go. Because he walked hmm. on to Georgia. I well, okay. I'm just. Do you want to play the game? Yeah, and I guess I got to sure. be first out of the gate because he walked on to Georgia, then left, and then came back for what the last two years he's been on on there. So I'm gonna give him a total tenure at Georgia of two and a half seasons. So I'm gonna count his. I'm going from when he first stepped. Let's just count from when he stepped on campus at Georgia as a walk on. Yeah. Okay. Let's use that as the begin date. Like the junior college, okay. well, we won't we won't think about that. How long has this okay. man been associated with Georgia University or the University of Georgia? Has it been longer than Kirby Smart? I will say yes. I'm going to say since 2003. <laughs> yes, even like when when Kirby Smart coached before Mark Rich coached. That that is exactly yes. right. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Right now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go with Stetson Bennett being there longer. And Andy, you said who? Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett has been at the University of Georgia. He started in 2017. Oh, for fuck's sake! 
Good God. Kirby Smart started one year before him. Oh my God! <laughs> Damn it! Oh. <laughs> Damn it! So yeah, that's what that that's what happened. Co- couple stats on that, that... game. Um, we'll mm-hmm. we'll get TJ's thoughts on this, but I got the stats in front of me, so I'm just gonna hop into them real quick. So on Stetson Bennett, he had six total touchdowns in that game. Not bad. Um, 18 for 25, yeah. 304 in the air, four touchdowns in the air, two on the ground. Um, George has got some monsters that I don't know what their uh, future looks like next year with Georgia or elsewhere, but Brock Bowers, their tight end, was an absolute unstoppable monster. Seven receptions, 152 and a touchdown. And with one of the best names, uh, as an Irish guy, you got to like the name Lad McConkey. Who gets five receptions, <laughs> 88 yards, two touchdowns? A great game for him. Um, one of the best names in all of college football. His name is is really Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey, L A D D on Lad, and then McConkey on his last name. He did, he had a great game. He'd been doing good for them all year. And then finally, uh, a stat kind of on the other side. TCU's best wide receiver, Quentin Johnston, in that game. And, and I was trying to figure yeah. out how to bet this game, if at all. I just I, I didn't feel good on a lot of things. But one thing I almost pulled the trigger on was the over for Quentin Johnson's receiving yards because he's like a, he's just <clears throat> awesome. He ended up because of the Georgia defense going one reception, three yards. <laughs> so I am wow. glad I I did not put my chips on the line for that. TJ, do you got any thoughts on that game? Um. So. I don't. I came home a little late, past uh, seven o'clock. Turned the game on, and it was over. So I turned it back off. There you go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a pretty pretty good night for me. Um, ate some Ziggy's <laughs> pizza and fell asleep. It was good. Uh, so like I said, ask guys, night, we won't focus on that too much longer. But what we can do. Now, uh, before we move on to other things, now that the college football season is done, and TJ, I'll just I'll send this one back to you. So, uh, we talked a little bit last podcast about some things to look forward to next week, uh, or next season with the with the college football season, and primarily we were talking about maybe a couple of players. But uh, anything looking forward in the future to look look forward to in college football, TJ? I am excited that Poco just came down. I, um, I'm excited to see, or not excited, I am interested <laughs> to see how the transfer portal, uh, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole nother aspect of recruiting. So I'm interested to see how that ch- changes the college football landscape. It had an immense impact on it this year. Um, in particular, Notre Dame Oh boy! Picked up, oh boy! Picked up the uh, quarterback from Wake Forest um, in the transfer portal, and um, he is going to be uh, competing for a spot with Tyler Buckner. He had, I mean, it seemed like he had a pretty good career at Wake Forest. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I kind of like what I saw from Tyler Buckner. Um, he adds a dimension of the running game that works with the offense i don't know what do you I, feel andy i'd rather have wait for his quarterback honestly I w- i'm not too terribly impressed with buckner well we know yeah, i was gonna say i don't think buckner really really showed out in his time at notre dame i think 
uh, I think it's a pretty decent pickup for the old Fighting Irish. But it'll be interesting to see how they go, go moving forward in uh, their coach's second year as a head coach. How do you guys feel about him at being the head coach there now after Great he full season? Schwam, you beat me to the punch. I think this was exactly what I was going to ask TJ. We've had ongoing discussion about this, and I think we're on. Well, we'll just hop in. TJ, what do you think? Marcus Freeman. He's going to be better than Brian Kelly. Is that your walk-off statement with no supporting evidence? I. He's recruiting. His family's going to be better. God, we can only hope. What'd you um, say, Schwimmy? <laughs> his family's going to be better. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he can already recruit. He has a, a system that's already been in place. He's got momentum within the program. He's got a... He's got talent everywhere. Um, they just found, I feel like, Audric Estime, who is only a sophomore this year. That dude is a damn wrecking ball. He's good. He is a goddamn wrecking ball. Um... In the recruiting class that they just picked up, I feel like they're going to have some instant impact at wide receiver. Um, they're going to get some more speed at a little height at the wide receiver position. Um, who knows if the freshmen are going to play uh, right off the bat, but we had like Tobias Merriweather, um, incoming freshman, 6'4". Um, I'll take it. Um, we just need some height, and maybe Andy with that height, the Wake Forest quarterback will be, I mean, a better choice in the offense. Um, maybe it'll be more, more traditional, more NFL style. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I think he'll I think he'll get us to a national title game soon. Um. Okay. Is is Michael Mayer eligible to come He's back? Gone. He's gone, right? He's gone. I think that's a huge loss. They have a, They have the nether. The next I, number I, one. Like. I know. I know. But I think, even though Notre Dame is tied in you, I think, I, I think Michael Mayer is in the elite of elite tight ends that have not only have played at Notre Dame, but are going to be absolutely awesome in, at the NFL level. So, I think that hurts to a certain degree. One of the things I saw throughout the season with Notre Dame is that when not only the quarterbacks didn't know what to do, but uh, Tommy Reese as an offensive coordinator didn't uh-huh. know what to do. The solution was always the same and it was bail out with mayor every single time. And now that that's gone, uh-huh. I, I would, I would suggest that they're going to, they're going to have to find yardage in crucial, crucial situations from people that are not him. Now, this is going to look unfavorably on me as a Notre Dame fan. Did Mayer play in the game against South Carolina? I watched it. I just don't remember. I don't either. Um, I do know. I don't remember if Mayer played. I do know um, that the backup or the guy next in line to start to be the tight end one at Notre Dame, he had a couple catches and looked good. Like, um... I don't think there, there's going to be... I, Michael Mayer is a great talent. And there will be a little drop-off, but I think there, that tight end option will still be will still be there. I, he, I don't know. You see the things that Kansas City does with Kelsey? Yeah. And you wonder if they had a Brock Bowers instead, if they would start doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, Mayer is more traditional. He can stay in and block. So I think that's why Mayer is going to go higher in the draft. 
Um, but that's kind of a sidebar. Um, let's see. I was going to say, I was going to mention Bowers uh, earlier. Like, you want to talk about a guy who just shreds defenses. And he is young, too. He's only going to get better. He's a so- yeah, he's a sophomore. So he's gonna he's gonna be one of those guys you watch coming in the NFL, and I think he's gonna make a Namini impact kind of wherever he goes. But he he's he he's one of those new prototypical tight ends that you want to see that are athletic that can get up into the play block, and yeah, he's he's gonna be good for a while. Yeah, um, Michael Mayer didn't even play the bowl game, right? Um, so yeah, as well he should not have. No, he shouldn't have. No, smart, smart move. So, TJ, any any other final thoughts, uh, college football wise, and then we'll move on to maybe Schwammy's final thoughts, college football wise. If Michigan got the shit kicked, I I know it's awful to play this game. You're using the transitive property, and I don't like it. If Michigan got the <laughs> shit kicked out of TCU, how bad is Michigan? Like how? Let's look at that. Can we look at that schedule again? How fucking, like, that was not the third best team in the nation. You cannot tell me that was the third best team in the nation. I can tell you they beat, if we're going to use the transitive property, I can tell you they beat Ohio State, who was a field goal away from beating the national champion. But that's a rivalry game. Rivalries are different. You know what the other person's going to do. Like, it's rivalries are different. Different. Other than that, They're what? different. 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 That's different, man. It's new. It's that's different. different, man. It's different. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne's World. Um, oh well, it got, uh, ask casters if you just heard um, my old man. Uh, the parents just purchased a new Bernadoodle, um, and it has been pissing. <laughs> what? Whoa! What was that? Uh, shall we? Okay. Were you playing music over there? No, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadoodle. <laughs> oh my god. And Sharon named it That's Betty so White. Good. Yes, the Bernadoodle oh, named god. Betty White. Um So just like a Betty White, she'll probably outlive everybody. Well, Sharon even said that on the way to get her. She goes, You know, I didn't think I would outlive Poco. I didn't even think I'd get a new dog. <laughs> <laughs> i just like how poco met her re- replacement already like hey here's the new blood see you next week poco's not happy poco is a, a pretty pissed off son of a bitch out here poco is... that's yeah well yeah. it's just tough being old 13 year old poco she did really well uh. at the beginning when uh betty white was like <laughs> like they were just looking at each other and sniffing each other and like poco was just interesting kind of wagging her tail and then yeah. the Betty the Bernadoodle um, started sniffing Poco's ass, and Poco yeah. didn't like that. So that's uh, a testy situation. That's, gonna, yeah, that's, over a big, here. that's a big day. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised Sharon didn't name it, name the dog Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Judy's still alive. I mean, after all, that's true. So yeah, that's true. But so no. okay, so like Michigan. Dog. It's only going to get bigger. Michigan's anyway, schedule next year is a cupcake. So let, let's see what TJ's thoughts are about how good Michigan is going to perform next year based off of this schedule. At home yeah. against East Carolina. At home against UNLV. At home against Bowling Green. At home mm-hmm. against Rutgers. Then they finally make a road trip, and it's going to be a real difficult one against 
the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Then they go to Minnesota, who fell off this year. They're uh, mm-hmm. at home again against Indiana, who's just uh, came back a little bit this year after um, Pence, one of their great quarterbacks, transferred out. Uh, and then Michigan, Michigan State. And if we know anything about Michigan State lately, they can't play football. Michigan against Purdue, who can't score more than 10 points in a football game. Michigan at Penn State. So finally, maybe a game that might be ranked for a Michigan opponent. Then they get Michigan at Maryland Terrapins, who were garbage this year. And finally, they get the, the game against Ohio State as the last game of the season. So with everything we just said, look at that cupcake schedule. Is the Pac-12 better than the Big Ten? Right now it is. Yeah, I would definitely say it is. I would, yeah, I would think so. Like, that's a fucking awful, trash-ass conference right there. You have a schedule for the number three team in the nation that made the college football playoff, and they have two wins. I mean, they have two games against ranked opponents total. Are you fucking shitting me? What a fucking overrated piece of shit school. Sorry, Fuck Michigan. Did, fuck the Big Twelve. I mean, did, Big Ten. did did Michigan even think that they were going to get that this far this year anyway? So it just kind of fit them. <laughs> like fuck Jim Harbaugh and his fucking khakis. Oh my god. Are Is he gonna... even going to be there next year? No, he will. He nah. will. He, he'll be there again. I, th- I feel like he will too. He will. Nah, I, I don't give a shit. Fucking pick a new pair of pants. <laughs> Swimmy, uh, your, your thoughts on the end of the college football season and maybe uh, what what to look forward to that sparks your curiosity going into next season. And you can miss it. We, we will take the moratorium off of the Oklahoma Sooners. Well, obviously, it was a very uh, subpar year. Um, I didn't get to watch the bowl game against Florida State, but it sounded like they played a pretty, pretty damn good team against a, a, a ranked opponent, so... Uh, there's a lot to look forward to. I think overall, their rank as far as like their uh, commitments or, or excuse me, their signees are like one of the fifth or sixth in the nation coming in next year. They have <clears throat> they have one of the better, I guess, transfer portal recruits uh, recruitments this offseason already. They got they got Jacob Lacey from Notre Dame. They got Austin Stogner who came who's coming back from. South Carolina, Reggie Pearson Jr. coming from Texas Tech, Trace Ford from OSU. I mean, they're they're getting some good talent in, and you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say I expected OU to be a national contender last year, but I definitely didn't expect them to be sub 500. So I I I think it's gonna be a better year next year, and. You know, I don't know if OU and Texas are going to make the make it to the Big Twelve next, or excuse me, make it to the SEC out of the Big Twelve next year. But you know, they better be ready. And I think they're starting to finally hit hit some momentum and some strides with their recruiting. And and I think they're on the right path to where they want to be next year. And another one of those guys that they got to sign a letter of uh, of intent was Peyton Bowen, who decided he wanted to go to Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, then Oregon, and then OU. But see, take him, man. Well, he was trying to appease his parents, both of them, and I guess he just finally was like, "Let me just make a, a like my own fucking decision." Pretty much, he, I think he was just trying to appease everybody, and he just finally just said, "Screw it, 
I've always liked OU. Uh, I, that's where I want to go. And so that was his final decision. And I, and I know this because one of the podcasts I listened to, the uh, Unofficial 40, it, you know, they follow, you know, a bunch of recruits and they, they, some of them go to their games and even interviews them. And I, I know that they interview Peyton Bowen quite a bit and he has really been high on OU the entire time. So I think it was more of outside noise trying to make a decision for him instead of him making the decision right away on that. But I feel, feel pretty good going into the next year. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's coming back into the fold as well as a 10th year wide receiver <laughs> Drake Stoops but it, it's it's gonna be an interesting kind of transition to see how they do next year and going into the SEC Conway can I ask you a question and did, yeah I mean put your try to look at your OU Sooners with the most unbiased cap that you possibly can wear um okay do you feel more confident in OU going to the SEC or Texas Hmm. Man, that's that's kind of a tough question. I feel like Texas has more donors and richer po- or deeper pockets there. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. But, yeah, you got Matthew McConaughey, um, and just all the oil money down there. But <sighs> my mind says my mind says Texas, but my heart likes to believe OU. Well, we'll go with Texas <laughs> so. then. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna pull a Keith Sweat and be like, my mind's telling me oh you but my body's <laughs> sorry my body's telling me or again oh no Notre Dame but uh you guys gonna be able to play defense next season no I isn't that the I whole reason so. you got your I fancy cute just... or your fancy coach. I mean, I, I would like to think so, but you gotta you gotta understand that when Lincoln Riley and his his team left, they took a lot of those recruits with them and some of the transfers with them. So they were playing with guys that were either you know second in line, third in line, and so they they had to play with what they were were given it essentially. So after this first year of full recruit for recruiting for Brent Venables and trying to fill in those gaps where he needs them, I feel like it's gonna it only get better from here. Now, not saying saying that, not saying Alex, Alex Grinch's defenses have been great when he came into OU, and as you could see when he went over to USC, they're still giving up twenty five plus points a game, and not blowing out teams like that should be. When you have a guy like Caleb Williams who can score you forty eight points in a game, it shouldn't be close to you know at the end of the game it should be forty eight to ten, not forty eight to thirty eight. So. It, it, it's just a change of philosophy and change of who that they recruit on defense, and I think Brent Venables is the right guy for that. All right, so the schedule is released, which I'm not giving you right now, but the schedule is released for next season, mm-hmm. and the over-under for Oklahoma wins is at 8.5. Do you go over-under? Man, I would, t- I, would, I would say... Nice burp. I would say... I'd almost want to say... If if they if they finish with eight, that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. Well, then you are going like under, a, my friend. An eight win team. Yeah. TJ, what would you but do? Eight, on that? eight or nine, and I'm 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 happy after last year. I'm As happy we get with closer that. to to the season, we will actually print off the schedule and do this all over again. TJ, what are your initial thoughts? <laughs> I'm just I'm shooting from the hip on eight and a half. But what like what are your thoughts? Over unders wins for for Oklahoma eight and a half. 
<laughs> Sing it, baby. Ah, oh, I'm gonna go. Fuck, man. Okay, so you have TCU, best team in the conference. I think we can all say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, K State is. They lose Deuce Vaughn, but they did just pick up um a transfer from. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me. From, so, from another school. Thank you, Andy. You're thank welcome. you. That's you're, it. You're yes, well, from you're, another school. You're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the kind of fucking information you get when you listen to the Ask Casters podcast. That is what the Ask Casters listen to us for. Yes. Um, I mean, we did break news, so other that than that. That is true. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna oh, even from, even Florida. if we if we're fortunate enough to get to episode two hundred, we will always reference back on that one time we broke news to give us our credibility for the rest of the show for I, all time. I bet, I bet. I mean, Shaway, you'll break some news, but like between Andy, Carlos, and I, we're not gonna break another story. We'll probably be more likely to be on the news. Yes. Than to, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, the, the running back you're thinking of is from Florida State, Treshawn Ward. Yes. Um, no, I think that'll be a good addition. Um, K-State number two, Texas three, OU four. So, yeah, I'm going to put – I'm going to go on the under. Hmm. Okay. And I'm going to hold comment until – no, that's, that's just a dickhead move. <laughs> you can't ask a question and then just sit there and be like, oh, I can't do that. You know, I, I think what I would do, honestly. Pick I, a number, pussy. I'd go over. I think I would. <laughs> I would. Pick a number, pussy. <laughs> the ass casters. Put that's that a on a so, fucking A solid feature. nine. <laughs> the title of episode 27. Or, or as George Collin would call it, three <laughs> solid threes. <laughs> <laughs> Nine ones. Uh, all right, so Schwimmy, <laughs> any other final thoughts on college football? College football as a whole, um, I'm trying to think. I, not really. You know, I think it's, uh, thank God this season's over as an OU fan, and I look forward to next year. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, the moves a few teams make out of conference and see how they do fair in, in their new conferences and kind of see the arrangement like with, you know, Cincinnati – Come to the Big Twelve, uh, BYU, and Houston as well. Kind of, kind of interesting to see all the moves and see how you know each team adjusts to their new conference going forward. But I think we can put an end to college football season from there. Um, shall we? I'll pick up your baton from there. Um, I, thank you. I uh, was very happy with this college football season. A couple great things happened. Colorado. Yeah did Colorado things, and we won money. We did. USC did USC things, <laughs> and we won a lot of money. Oh, it's really, Caleb Williams did Caleb Williams things, and he uh, he uh, he did it for us. Um, Alabama lost, and uh, so, like they, they didn't even make the playoff. I think this was their worst season in quite a while. Um, so that was endearing. Um, Michigan... Didn't get the title game, um, so that was cool. Um, Ohio State, they lost too, so that was good. In heartbreaking fashion, yeah. by the way. Um, Clemson looks like trash. Uh, I'm kind of excited for next year. I think it was a good season. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy. K- Kansas, Kansas, yeah. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas reappeared. Um, yeah. yeah, Abby, how long do we think that's going to be sustained, though? With that coach for a while. Think so? Yeah, I mean, if you consider KU being six and six and bowl eligible, successful for that program, which I do, I I, I think they're relevant for the next five years. As long as he's yeah, here. I, I guess that's fair. Yeah, well, I they, mean, if they can get eight eight wins a year, that's that's pretty damn. Good they they just program. unloaded the Brinks truck for him, so he's he's not. How money. much did they pay him? I, I I don't know off the top of my head, but he they 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 signed him to an extension at the beginning of the season, and then they they redid and his all you contract. could eat at Burger Stand. <laughs> yeah, and they redid his contract uh, throughout the season again, and they like they really paid him towards the mm-hmm. end. So I don't. Unless he is somehow able to get an elite job, um, like an SEC or Pac-12 elite job, um, that would pay him in that neighborhood of like ten-year, a hundred million dollars, like some of these coaches are getting. I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere for a while, which is a good thing right. for KU. And it's all, I mean, hypothetically, even if that happens for KU, where he took one of those jobs, that suggests that he got the program to a point where, I mean, they were good enough that somebody took on a, a ten-year, hundred million-dollar contract. So, I mean, both ways. Uh, I, I just don't see Lance Leipold failing at KU. Lance Leipold's contract is through 2029. He It starts at $5 million for the 2023 season and then goes up incrementally every year by $100,000. Look at that. I mean, that's a good that's a good Big 12 coach contract. And it seems like it can be reworked. Yeah. Um, that feels, yeah. So good for KU. Um I would like to give a shout-out to the KU basketball team, um, mm-hmm. KU uh, basketball donors, because um, without this, KU football would not be possible, so thanks. <laughs> well, and they also they also signed their offensive coordinator for a while, too, so that's also a good way to keep a program kind of in the, you know, on top or, you know, where they're at right now so they doesn't leave for another, you know, coaching job or head coaching job somewhere else, so keep some stability in that program. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll give you my final thoughts on college football, then we can move oh, yeah, on. yeah, we didn't ask you. Uh, here's Georgia's schedule for next year. And we just yeah. we, we just talked about the fact that Brock Bowers and McConkey are, are <coughs> only sophomores. Listen to this cupcake schedule. Mm-hmm. So at here comes their non-conference. At home, uh, UT Martin. At home, Ball State. At home, South Car- Carolina. At home, UAB. Then they finally go on the road to, to Auburn, who just had to replace their coach, I believe, this year because they're such a mess. Kentucky, they're going to get at home, right. and that's going to be without um, Kentucky's quarterback who's going to go top 10 uh, in the draft. Uh, so they're going to be – Kentucky's going to be looking for a replacement at, at, at quarterback for that game. Uh, then uh, at Vanderbilt, who's garbage – Versus Tech or versus Florida, Florida might give them a game uh, at home against Missouri. Missouri, Missouri's been—I mean, they had a decent def- defense this season, but uh, nothing to be scared of. I wouldn't think against Georgia. They get Old Miss, who probably overachieved this season. Tennessee Volunteers, who I'm going to be very high on. I'll probably bet that game. Very. Oh, that's going to be fun. And then finally at Georgia Tech. So at the end of the day, there's no Alabama on there. Um. And mm-hmm. I mean, there, that's I mean, that's really not a frightening schedule. Like even, 
uh, when we get to the point of talking about over-unders next season for season wins, that I mean, that's a light enough schedule that I don't even care who their skill players are at Georgia next year. Like, I don't care who the quarterback is. They could probably start a third-string quarterback and beat they just most did. of those teams. Yeah, and beat most of the teams that are on that schedule. So that there's another cupcake schedule coming up for Georgia. So, anyway. Yep, the, yep. The only other final thought I've got on college football um, is just the fact that we'll we did really good. I think betting college football college football saved my ass because I got my ass handed to be an NFL this year. Um, I don't know why you bet <laughs> NFL. It's tough. It was, this year was really hard. Um, yeah, that's what she said. Um, I'm five. Hi oh. Hey oh. Um. What were we talking about? Well, just I—I I was talking about how <laughs> college football gambling saved my my wallet. Oh yeah, I have any. Yeah, um, I have some money to play with with craps tonight. So nice. after I get done editing this bad boy, I guess uh, gonna go sling some dice. There you go. So, uh, Schwammy, before we transition Sick. into the NFL, a question that we've had just burning in the back of our minds: Are you ever going to gamble on sports? Huh. Am I ever going to gamble on sports? I feel like that was a yes. What do you think the chances are that I do? Well, here's one of the things that I wonder. You're in a group chat with four degenerate gamblers, and I I don't even know. Like, I'm surprised that you haven't opted out of that chat because there's so much gambling shit in there. Well, it's kind of hard to get out of that chat when no one else, like, not everyone has iPhones, and I can't just leave the chat. Oh well, but I enjoy I enjoy the banter and the memes that get shared in there, (laughs) and I don't really don't I don't really don't mind that y'all talk about uh gambling and betting at all. It's kind of funny to watch, especially especially when uh when Jew Boy is trying to make some money off corners every day. Dude, what (laughs) that was. I didn't think I even had my coffee by that time, and fucking like I was like, oh, you know, I gotta fucking get up ready for the day, and I see corners. Like, ah, shit, let's fucking throw down for 2 o'clock. <laughs> so, so, TJ, Man. can you walk me through that? Like, I thought I was a degenerate gambler, but I guess I just don't know soccer that well. So tell us and the Askcasters, what, when you and Jewboy, and I guess, I don't know if Carlos is throwing down on that, but when, when you guys are betting corners for soccer games, what what are you betting? Like, walk, walk me through, like, is it over or under? What, what is it? So, there are a couple different ways you can bet corners. You can bet corners on the total amount, like, just like the score. Okay. So, you can bet, you know. Uh, total number of corners in a game. Yeah, you can, yeah, total. And then you can bet, like, today, I bet that Manchester City would have four cor- uh, five corners more than southampton oh so there was the spread was on okay okay so Southampton. yeah i i played the spread on corners today oh and southampton you know what you're a gritty bunch i respect y'all but god damn it this was not the day um um, yeah just not the day uh so yeah when y'all were talking about like i had i had work um I was dealing with clients. No excuse. I was no dealing excuse. with clients. But you guys were telling me that the score was 3-3. Three to three, and I was like, that's not good. And then, yeah, I for sure lost. It's just tough, you know? You know what? It's fun to have a good bet going during the day. Like, it is. It is. Just... I don't know. You know, I may, maybe. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll gamble on something here and there. I, I might have to... Uh... 
I might have to wait until like one of my teams is in like a, a playoffs or the championship to, for me to actually bet something. Well, we we um we look forward to it for sure. I'm I'm hoping the day comes that Schwammy's placed a better two and he really enjoyed the experience. Maybe maybe he'll even get lucky enough and win one or two of those bets and get that that little first high rush. Get a little juice going. Yeah, get that little uh little meth rush but he'll get the juice going just by i feel like he'll get the juice going just by putting down a bet and watching the game like there you go it's a little extra factor like you you never you never if it's any if it's anything like fantasy football i don't know if i'm into it (laughs) well you just need to not suck um that's part of your problem hey i did i didn't suck i'm a a i made the playoffs b uh i was i had the best record in our league and i won a different league so I, it's not like I am bad at fantasy football. So if it's like fantasy football, you should bet because apparently you got a certain skill set that not every people, not every person has. Hey, Shawy, do you want any moonshine? Yes, I am autistic. Yes, I, that's correct. Hey, do you want any moonshine? Oh, dude! Speaking of moonshine, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that would help your fantasy oh. third place game. Well, I mean, it might have. Run but, us down. I, I mean, happened, I had buddy. some. I had some moonshine. I had some moonshine up in Great Bend oh for uh, for New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. You were in that Great Bend for New there. Year's Eve. Yeah, we went up there for uh, my girlfriend's. Uh, her aunt was turning sixty. Her aunt. So is... they, they had a big. They had a big. Yeah, her aunt was turning sixty. So they had a big old birthday back. Shawe, are you still there? Uh-oh. Uh, we... You... Oh! Shawe, are you there? Oh, Askcasters, we may have ourselves a, a technical disaster on our hands here. So, anyway, we're going we're gonna to work on getting Schwammy reconnected. He was here virtually with fancy technology, and we don't know if he's coming back. So, TJ at the moment is working on uh, getting him reconnected. I will help you out uh, moving on to the next topic uh, at hand. Uh, basically, we're, we're going to transition into NFL football. We got wild card weekend uh, upon us. One of the best weekends. Oh. In, uh-oh. Can you hear me? Hey! Oh. Are, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I guess uh, the internet didn't want me to tell what happened in Great Bend, which is fine. Well, unfortunately, AT&T even works in Hoisington. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But no, like I'd say, I was gonna say like t- over two hundred people showed up, and they they reserved it at the Great Bend Event Center. So and they had all of yeah. Great Bend plus like two other Western Kansas cities, like all of Bushton, Claflin, <laughs> and, and like three other co-ops were there. <laughs> like it was, and a couple four H gals showed up. I was um, I was talking to this this customer on the phone today, and she's like, "Do you know Hope?" And I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Man, there is no hope, man. I'm so depressed." <laughs> and she's like, "No, it's a city think, in Kansas." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my bad." <laughs> yeah, I know Hope. She gave me a lap dance at Pleasures one night. <laughs> oh, speaking of strippers, so. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Askcasters. Andy's taking a piss, even though I just poured water into my canteen that sounded like a piss. Um, so, do you remember the girl that we went to high school with, Shawe? Um, I'm gonna describe her going from not a lot of detail 
to more specific yeah. details and mm-hmm. see if you can name her. If if you know her name, I don't want you to scream out her whole name. Just give I already us... know her. I already know her stage name. Shit! How did you know? Oh god damn it! Okay, so what? Uh, she was spotted the other day. Um, by, oh, she was. She, she was spotted. spotted. She like was, she, like, like she's a migrating bird. She was in the wild. Um, she was with. <laughs> she was with company. She was pregnant again. Um, oh no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is Raven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stripper Raven. Uh, if I don't know if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> caw, caw! <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that's yeah, that's what happened. So, um, shall we? That's so Raven. Yeah, it was a little weird. Um, <laughs> um, I do. Okay, so shall well, we? Well, no, you know, it's not. It's not weird. What's weird is that she didn't. She was trying to keep it a secret, but then she was on the commercials. Like people wouldn't recognize her or so, something. So, were we still in high school when she was on the pole? What kind of poll? <laughs> hey, you know. um, I think I think we either we were seniors or we were just out of high school. I feel like that's the right when it happened. Like as she turned eighteen. <laughs> wow. Um. You know. Got to make that bread. You know. You know, if I was a female with a hot body, I would consider stripping. Like, like for sure. I don't feel. Yeah. Like why not? If you're making that much money, like. I'm not or, hot. Or, or, if you, or just work at Twin Peaks. You don't have to take off your clothes. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was going to, like, take off some of my clothes, like, I might as well take them all off. Like, <laughs> it's like walking around home, like, just fucking be butt-ass naked. Well, the, you know, with the I clothes. guess uh, whatever floats your boat tips your canoe and pays the bills. Man, fucking nothing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh so Shale, um what did mm-hmm. you see from the nfl this week um one did sorry i was not in front of the, i haven't really been in front of the television did demar hamlin get released from the hospital yes well he got he got transferred to the buffalo one in buffalo and then he i think today just got released um oh. And it will, you know, continue his care and stuff at home. But yes, he got discharged from the hospital just today. Okay, so that that is good. And to the NFL's credit, and to Andy's point last week, um, they did cancel the Cincinnati Buffalo game, which um, that's the right that's the right call. Um, as far as the playoff and wildcard situation in the AFC, Shaway, do you know what's going on this weekend? Well, for Chiefs fans like me, uh, we're just watching and hoping that uh, Miami Dolphins can pull a miracle and beat Buffalo without Tua. And I don't know if that's really going to happen, but you know that it, anything is possible in the playoffs, as we've seen. Not if Skylar Thompson, you know, in all sports and, and landscapes. Hey. Welcome back, Andy. Yeah, thank you. Man. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, and I feel like, you know, Buffalo is going to be just one, it's going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the AFC. I mean, obviously, don't you can't count out Joe Burrow and the, and the Cincinnati Bengals and 
you know, I just, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, the Chargers can make a little run as well. Uh, and obviously the Chiefs are the Chiefs, best team in the AFC West, or not even just the AFC West, AFC, when someone thought they were going to be in fourth place in the inner division. <laughs> so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a, an interesting uh, playoff for the AFC. I think it's anybody's game compared to the NFC where I, I, I mean, it's, I mean, who else but the, the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, who's who else is it to, to win on their side, on on the NFC side, that is? Uh, would, would you uh, would you believe me if I told you that I think Dallas has a chance still? No. <laughs> Just don't. Like, don't. Like, I'm your brother, man. I like, don't put me through that fucking, that bad juju. I know. But... <laughs> No, no, Juju, Juju plays for the Chiefs. God damn it, Chawe. He does. Um, in all seriousness, and taking my Dallas Cowboys hat off, um, San Francisco is are they, are they still rocking Brock Purdy? They are. I mean, they have no. Other they have option to. But two. All right. So that's. I think they're still going to beat Seattle. They're Moving, nine. nine and it's and not like they can bring Jeff Garcia out of the fucking locker room. <laughs> I don't think they want to. Uh, the the line on that, that Niners Seahawks game the line on that game is nine and a half for what that's worth. Um, wow. Moving to Minnesota versus New York, Andy, do you have the line on this one? Minnesota versus New York, I do have the line. I'm so glad you asked. I've got uh, Minnesota is a home favorite that's currently right at three points as a three point favorite for Minnesota. I would take New York all day on that. I I just I cannot have any confidence in betting New York in the playoffs and I can't bet on a team that has a negative point differential going into that game which would be the Vikings so I won't be touching that game are, are the Vikings the luckiest team this year yes like they they, are. they 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 have what what how many how many like one score or one possession win how like, can you all say that how can you all say that they won their division. I don't know, man. Hold on. They won their division that had... They had the Bears in their division. The Packers were just trash at the beginning of the season. And the Lions all, like started to get hot every you know in the second half as well. Absolutely. But the Vikings who... lost to the Broncos by 10. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I'm going to bet New York, okay? Um, the Vikings... Um... No, I don't trust them. Um... <laughs> Tampa Bay. Thank you for proving our point. Tampa Bay is the luckiest fucking team in all of football right now. They had by far the worst division. They were all like, it was pretty bad. They do not deserve to be in the playoffs. They but, are. But I, I know I just said Dallas has a chance. They could beat Dallas. <sighs> Abs, they beat them earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, yep. That's not the same Tampa team though that's coming in. What are you suggesting? This Tampa it's better, team is better or worse? That Tampa team in the beginning of the year, the Tampa team that's coming in right now, are they better or I'd worse? Say worse. Them? You think they're worse now? Oof. Man, I think they're better now. Why come, shall we? I mean, you don't you want them? Don't you want the Cowboys to lose so you guys can hire Sean Payton? <laughs> I love it. Don't don't you want that to happen? And then you could maybe trade Dak Prescott for. That's not gonna happen. Sean Payton is not that dumb. 
Sean Payne doesn't want to deal with Jerry. Hey, can I throw in a uh, a random cowboy stat just out of nowhere? Yeah. For the first time <laughs> yes, ever. Yes, how many DUIs do they have this year? <laughs> this is a this is an interception stat rather than a Dewey stat, but Dak, okay. Dak, okay. Dak Prescott became the first quarterback in NFL history to lead the league in fucking interceptions while missing five games of the regular season or more. Oh, my God. Franchise quarterback. That is gross. Um, yeah. yeah. He better get his shit together. And he better... How long have you been saying that for? I haven't. Like, I, like I, your brother... <laughs> no, Shelby, we had this conversation at the beginning of the year. Your brother said, like, we're winning despite Dak or something like that. And I was like, no, no, no. He's good. He's going to be fine. No, he's been fucking awful. And it hasn't been injury... It hasn't... I, I don't think it's been injury that's being... That's leading to these interceptions. It's horrible reads. And, like, mm-hmm. did, did he just not study the playbook like he looks fucking like a rookie out there yeah he 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 is he's just not your franchise quarterback like he's a serviceable quarterback if you're uh if someone goes down like he he can win you some games but he's not gonna win you a a super bowl i'm i don't i just don't think he is that guy i think if that i mean how many times have we been wrong on this podcast but i mean i i just don't see it with dak I just don't. I think if this defense, I think that defense is capable of bringing them to the Super Bowl. In that, in that yeah. NFC, that's the weakest NFC playoff. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. That's the weakest though. That's like, what what team like? All right, let's just look to the AFC, and uh, we're not going to take Miami. Cause why you Why you look? Uh, while you look, uh, who's older, Stetson Bennett or Dak Prescott? That's a good Dak question. Pre- Stetson, uh, Dak Prescott. Or no, De- no, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was just asking. No, <laughs> I was just trying to fill some time in. No, I think I think it's uh, Dak because I think Dak was like drafted in like 17, 16, 17. I don't know. Um, no, I like if Miami had Tua. I think they would beat every NFC every NFC team, including the Eagles. Hmm. I don't know if I quite buy oh, wow. into that. I, I'd say they got a shot. shot. Say what, shall I? And <laughs> that's a lot closer than I was expecting. Uh, Dak Prescott's twenty nine, Stetson Bennett's twenty five. So <laughs> that was a lot closer than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Um, God, Stetson, Stetson Bennett, Bennett sounds like a, a bad cologne. It, it is. He's a loser, man. Like not because like of, leave college. He's like he like does he have a doctorate? Like what is he? What has he done? Like not to no. Be he mean, has his but... associates in in, in uh, <laughs> liberal arts. Hey man, don't talk shit on the arts. <laughs> Stetson Bennett, the last two years, this year. 4,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks. The year before, 29 uh, touchdowns, 7 picks. Two national titles. You know that guy right now, Just he just should stop what he's doing and go do car commercials down in Georgia and just live the rest of his life. 
I wouldn't buy a Making car. moonshine. I wouldn't buy a car from Stetson Bennett. Well, if he ever figures out that Cologne's named after him, as I mentioned to you, Askasters, maybe, yeah, maybe uh, one of the high end. Uh, He'd be at Sephora, or Stetson would be at Sephora. Yeah. <clears throat> Not Macy's, because yeah. Macy's trash now. Like, so I've heard. God, <laughs> if he was selling cars, what he'd be probably what selling Cadillacs, Stetson Bennett Cadillac. But they wouldn't be new Cadillacs. They'd be like late nineties. <laughs> And Jake can't wait. That's a Cadillac. <laughs> Come get your Eldorado. <laughs> oh, the coral snake, Jake. Um, <laughs> that was the most disgusting penis I'd ever seen. Like, uh, ass casters, our friend Jake. Our friend Jake uh, came to us at the bar and. Uh, but this is really how Jake approaches us every time we see him in public. He comes up to me and goes, I'll be, he'll be like, hey, how you doing? And he's really nice. Because Jake is. He's a, I, I love Jake. Um, and then I'll be like, Jake, how are you doing? He's like, oh, well, here's what happened. And then <laughs> he's like, I got in a wreck yep. on a four-wheeler yep. on some private property. Yep. And he, in whatever way he crashed, he bruised his cock. And <laughs> and I think TJ's next question was, let me see. No, no, I didn't ask. I didn't, no, I didn't ask. I was just showing. I haven't seen a bruised plantain before. I was just. <laughs> Are we at Sabor? Are we on a date? <laughs> Them shit's dehydrated. <laughs> Um, oh no! Yeah, it looked like the uh, the uh, the coral snake that I used to watch uh, Steve Irwin try to wrestle with in the uh, in the seas of uh, India, like <laughs> the seas of India. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like. Or as they call it, the sounds Indian like a casino ocean. slot. The seas of India. I would lose so much money on it. <laughs> Did we talk when we were talking NFL while I was up taking a piss? Did we talk about the fact that Lamar Jackson is not starting this game? No, we did not. Andy, would you like to bring us to? We haven't got in. We got we got sidetracked by Stetson Cologne. So yes, by okay, couple things, couple things before before I hop in to the Lamar Jackson situation. One thing that I thought about that we could do on this podcast is like if. If we ever like give a strong recommendation to the ass casters to make our uh, make a bet, we should probably archive our win percentage on success and failure rate throughout the course of the season, throughout the course of the year. And that way, ass caster, you can you can <laughs> judge us and give us an accountability. If you would have done this during college football last season, you'd be very happy. But if you would have done anything we told you NFL-wise this season, including yeah. the Baltimore Ravens over-under at FanDuel, which was yeah. tragically at 10.5, did lose that bet, but offsetted some of those losses. But that's okay. Lamar Jackson. Or betting the Chiefs to finish fourth in the division. Yeah, but continue. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't bet that. <laughs> Now, but anyway, talked about it. besides us being accountable, let's move on to this Raven situation. <laughs> now, when when this Lamar Jackson injury happened, they were talking about him coming back within two to three games. That was five games ago. 
I don't think there was any question back at the time that Lamar Jackson was going to be ready for the playoffs when the playoffs were ready to come. And here they are. Playoffs right. are here on a contract year for Lamar Jackson, who's his own agent. Here I am. And Lamar Jackson <laughs> is not playing this game. Um, is it uh, Tyler Henley or Tyler Huntley? I don't even know if he's healthy. Oh. Um, RG3 can't play because he's now on ESPN. Yeah, By the way, getting better. Yeah. I really like him. He's getting better. I really like him. He, he, I do a little, too. He, he, he kind of needs to grow on you a little nice. bit. His, his in-game analysis is not as great as his post-game analysis when he actually has time to like think through things, but he, he is growing on me a little bit, but. Uh, anyway, their their situation for the Ravens at quarterback, not good. Bengals are on fire, and Cincinnati is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Yeah. Do you guys want... Do you guys, would you guys like to hear another trivia question? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Which one of these players plays for the Baltimore Ravens? Ooh. Brett Hundley or Tyler Huntley? Or both. Ooh, I'd go both because that's fun. Shall we? What do you think? None. You're an idiot, shall we? Yeah, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I did not know that. Dude, that must be confusing for the fucking quarterback coach and fucking drills. Like Huntley. Oh shit, Huntley. Oh fucking nine. <laughs> Fucking nine. Or five and two. Okay. Um, what do you feel about your Baltimore Ravens, Andy? Um, I'm just looking right now because another problem they've had is their health at running back again, which this is what I dealt with all last season that I was bitching about as I was trying to give some love to the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm looking at the injury report for the Baltimore Ravens right now. And mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, listed as questionable on ESPN, is out of this game, as far as I know. Gus Edwards, who was co- coming in to help Dobbins, because Dobbins was, was holding the load there for a little bit. Gus Edwards, questionable, again. And mm-hmm. our good friend Tyler Huntley, at quarterback, also questionable. So, Baltimore continues to not be healthy. They they really struggled down the stretch here with this Lamar Jackson injury because they're just they're just not good enough to win without him. They're just not. Mm. Tyler mm-hmm. Huntley's not a bad quarterback, but they're just they're not they're not that great without him. And in a playoff game against the Bengals, who have won God knows how many games in a row, I can't count, but they're on fire. Um, things are not looking good for our good friends in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals. I would. Um. That team is hot right now. Joe Burrow is fucking jocking cigars out of his mouth. Um, Bad news for the AFC in fucking playoffs. Um, I I could see them. I could see them making it back to the Super Bowl. I, I could too. I could very easily see that. It's crazy that they have a better chance. Obviously, with the Rams not being in the playoffs, but compared to the Rams this year. Who has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl? And I mean, I you know what I mean. Like it's kind of crazy how far the Rams fell while the Bengals kind of had a slow start, but they 
definitely picked it up at the you know closer to the end of the season. They look like the same team that made it to the Super Bowl last year. So the, yeah, I the, can definitely the Rams see them making the, another run. The Rams situation being so bad that a quarter or a coach that just won the Super Bowl the previous year uh, has just told his staff that they can go look for jobs elsewhere without any repercussions because he doesn't even know if he's coming back. McVay doesn't know if he's yeah, coming McVay, back. Yeah, uh, McVay, he right. doesn't want to be involved in another rebuild. Which... Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know where I feel about this one. Um, you don't know where you feel about this one? or what How I feel. feel. Oh, how <laughs> I feel. There you go. I know where I feel it. Um, right in between the knees. Right on Jake's coral snake. Yeah. <laughs> the dark shaft. Um, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I don't know. What were you talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, bet, bet it, we're talk- go ahead. Do you agree? Okay, so Shower. No, it's been Carlos. Carlos has been very anti movement for player and anti transfer portal. This is the NFL completely different situation, but I do want to ask you guys if do you agree with a coach who wants to just leave because he doesn't want to develop talent or go through that process again? McVay, I feel like this is the first time a coach has been like after he's won a Super Bowl, to your point, Andy, um, and said, No, I don't want I I don't think I can do this. I don't want to do this. I'm fine with it. Shall I? Yeah, I I get it. I mean, how many times do you want to go through that same kind of build? It, it it's a, it's such a it's such a grind, and you know, it, day in and day out. I mean, I bet it's hard for some guys to get up in the morning and you know go to work when you're you know you're not going to be great or good, and it's it's going to be a struggle just to be in a, a a game, especially at the NFL level where everyone is just so damn good it's hard to be compete and it, it wears on you i mean let's be honest it, it, it's a very tough business to be in and to want to be in an, or not want but to be in another rebuild after you finally got to the top of the mountain you see how far down it is and you have to go back up man i i can't blame somebody for not wanting to go through that again but at the same time you know it I think it, it says something about someone who wants to stay around and be be somewhere for a while and wants to be part of something great rather than take an easy way out saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to try to find another job somewhere else where I can already stop at the, or start at the top. I mean, it's kind of arrogant to think, I, I think. Because, so, I mean, it's not a, it's not as easy as it, it may seem. So, I mean. Isn't it poetic justice if McVay leaves? How so? Yeah. He leaves on Cronky just like Cronky left on St. Louis. At least at least he left with the Super Bowl but, and they they left with like half a stadium full. <laughs> but I mean McVay was supposed to be the LA guy and then they're going to renovate uh, the Coliseum and the Rams were going to well, they were trying to renovate the Coliseum and then they built SoFi and the Chargers and mm-hmm. fucking Rams were going to split time in there, and McVeigh was going to be the face of it. I, I well, isn't it very L.A. for uh, once the guy's done with his old model to go to a new model? I don't, I like, I don't blame McVeigh, but I, like, I don't blame it. Like, power to him. Like, 
if anyone sh- like if anyone should get fucked over in the NFL, it's the owners. So fuck them. Um, that's that's all, that's all I have to say about that. Um, but yeah, I think it's McVeigh's right to you. I mean, if you're not going to be happy somewhere, fucking leave. Um, it's not illegal, so do it. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> and not in this country. I think back maybe in, in Belize. Well, it, it, like it, like I'm thinking of coaches like Bill Cowher. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Landry, just the coaches that are synonymous with the teams they coached. Um, and you kind of, I thought that was going to be McVeigh and LA for sure. Like I thought those two were going to be synonymous with each other. Um, cause what coach do you really associate with the Raiders or not the Raiders, the Rams, LA or St. Louis, Jeff I, Fisher and Dick Vermeil. I would say Dick Vermeil. Yeah, because they—I mean, obviously—they did win the Super Bowl in St. Louis. So, Dick Vermeil and Mike Marks. Other, other than that, other than that, Mike. Well, f- fuck Mike Marks. Okay, I mean, he went to the Super Bowl with Dick Vermeil's team, pretty much. Um, he was—he was a good coordinator, not a great uh, head coach. But I mean, Jeff Fisher was just there for a long time as well, and made the move from St. Louis to L.A. But yeah, I mean Sean McVay definitely definitely one of the coaches that stands out for that franchise because I mean before Dick Vermeil, can you name anybody for the St. Louis slash LA Rams before then? I don't think so. I can't. That's yeah. a coach? Yeah. Yeah, head coach. Oh no. And you're a Rams yeah. fan. Yeah, they didn't have much. Or you were a Rams fan. Yeah. Um the other question I wanted to ask both of you, does Sean McVay make that decision? Not knowing which spots are going to be open and which aren't. Yeah, I think. So. I don't think he's worried about it. I yeah. think he can almost take his pick. Honestly, it depends on what's available. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it, he knows there's a great opportunity. I'd say Indianapolis looks great if they can figure out how to get a fucking quarterback in that system. To Shawway's point, if fucking McVay or not, to, if uh, McCarthy doesn't get it done. This weekend on Monday, well, on Monday, um, McVeigh could very well end up in Dallas. I'm st- I'm still not sold that Jerry's going to fire McCarthy. If, I mean, is this going to be back to back twelve and five seasons for Dallas? They had four. No, they were thirteen and three. No, thirteen and four this year. So thirteen and four this year, twelve and five last year, and those are McCarthy's like two out of his first three years. Only, only since the days of a fourteen and two Chargers, Marty Schottenheimer. 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 Run the ball and play defense. Only, only Let's go, Marty Ball. Only since the firing of fourteen and two Marty Schottenheimer has somebody been fired with that type of a regular season track record. What a team that. But is. I mean, at the same time, if you're not getting it done the playoffs, I mean, you gotta, you gotta look for a change. He's been there three fucking years. I mean, man, you can't what tell me they want? they have it trying to find an excuse to get rid of him to find a, to get a better head coach. Hey, I fuck. Um, cause I I'm telling you, and mm-hmm. TJ, you would know this. You can you can bitch about these these Dallas Cowboys as they are, but remember. In a time not too fucking long ago, 
There was a version of these cowboys that was 5 and 11 pretty consistently. I've been through the valley of the and shadow the, of death. The Anthony Wright years, the oh Quincy my God, Carter. The Quincy Carter. I mean, just. Vinny Testaverde. But before you go. Drew those are great days. Before you overturn that apple cart, just just remember what this could be. Chad Henney. Can you name what college Chad Henney played football at? Ooh. I can't. He also pitched for them, too. I cannot. We talked about them today. I do not. Wake Forest? Clemson? Michigan. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I don't think McCarthy should be fired. I think I I, I th- Okay, I We got him thinking. <laughs> I don't I can smell the fire burning in that brain. I don't feel like McCarthy really had to be the quarterback whisperer for Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. I don't really feel like he had to develop Either of those two. Well, obviously Brett Favre, because Brett Favre was later in his career. Aaron Rodgers has the best arm talent. Sons, Jake Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Vick, Randall Carter. Okay, Randall but, Carter. but the Cowboys became better. Now, this may not be a great statement for Jason Garrett, but they became a better team once they got rid of Jason Garrett. They're de- I think the... Uh, and Micah Parsons isn't getting all of them wins. Just be very careful for if what Sean you wish Mc- for, sir. If Sean McVay says yes, I will take the job. Of course, but you can't fire McCarthy and hope that McVay's coming there's your way. There's tampering. Don't act like there's not tampering. Let's let they're they're already talking. Stop. Let's let, grow, Sounds like what Denver did when the they hired Hackett. They expected up. Aaron Rodgers to come along with them. Yeah, grow the fuck up, Andy. Uh... <laughs> These are adults and they make adult decisions which are usually immoral. Uh, well, I was going to say if it's adults making decisions, it's probably not a good thing. So No. Yeah. Do we have any time for happy birthday, Tiger Woods? <laughs> um, is that all? We really didn't talk about the AFC. We don't know what's going to happen other than it's going to be a complete clusterfuck. Um, yes, it is. I... Do you want more AFC before we go into happy birthday? Uh, yeah, I think we'll just talk about the AFC a little bit. Because right. we did talk on the Ravens, Bengals. Miami Buffalo, I feel that wasn't going to be pretty easy. The game I am interested to hear y'all's opinion on: Los Angeles Chargers at Jacksonville Jaguars. I I want to watch the shit out of this game. I do too. I do too. I I think it's going to be a fun game. I, you know, you got two rising star quarterbacks who are, you know, coming into their own. Trevor Lawrence, talk about a turnaround. From last year, earlier this year. I wonder what was the difference. I I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Co ed Myers. Herb. Herb. I I think it's going to be a fun game to watch those two guys battle it out. It's going to be a a great game. I can't wait to tune that in. But I feel like, I just feel like Chargers are probably going to be the better team. They have a little more experience on their end. And I think they're going to pull it out against the Jags and. But I, I want it to be a shootout, in a sense. Andrew? 
Schwammy, I don't know if you're going to quite get a shootout in this game. Um, I think this game is going to be pretty close. Jacksonville's getting hot. Trevor Lawrence is starting to look good. Although I will say this last game they had uh, against Tennessee where the, the playoffs were on the line and Trevor Lawrence was going up against a third-string quarterback in Tennessee... Uh, Trevor Lawrence did not look he did not look particularly well in that game. I mean, he missed he missed a lot of throws. Sure, I, I didn't feel very good with where where that game left me. I feel much more confident in Herbert uh, than I do. Oh, I agree. Than I do Trevor Lawrence at this point. Uh, yeah, I I would give the slight edge to the Chargers on this. I think I probably will end up betting this game. Uh, I just, man, I don't have any faith in Brandon Staley as a, as a coach in a close game. So we have that strike. Yeah. So in the coaching matchup, Chargers lose that one. I have much more faith. Is it Doug Peterson, the court, the, the coach uh, at Jacksonville now who won the title in Philadelphia. So I'd feel much better there, but <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think what a great pickup for them, by the way. No shit. I mean, yeah. Philadelphia. Here's your coaches that you've lost. Andy Reid is in fucking Kansas City, winning Super Bowls and just killing it for the last decade. And your your coach, Doug Peterson, who won you a Super Bowl, just with a backup quarterback, just just turned around Jacksonville. And Carson Wentz mm-hmm. was the quarterback playing the regular season. So congratulations, Eagles, on that one. Hey, while, the, while you're at it, Eagles, why don't you get rid of Jalen Hurts? That seems like a smart move while you're at it. Is he not? <laughs> is he ready to go for he, this week? Yeah, he's ready to go. Like I know he's starting, he, but is he? He fully... played. He played last week. He played he, last week. So. He's ready to run. Okay. Um, I will say, and I know I've said this before, but credit to Jalen Hurts. Um, I never fucking. Th- I don't know. I think I've said this before, on here. I know I've said it somewhere. Um. Jalen Hurts, I never thought would be a a NFL quarterback. Um, I never saw the arm talent. Never, I, I don't know. He just seemed like a like a running quarterback who could throw sometimes. Um, Lincoln Riley, I'm I'm guessing that was the difference because I don't feel like Nick Saban has ever turned a quarterback around like like Lincoln Riley can. I'm, I'm just, mm-hmm. just assuming that's Lincoln Riley's handiwork there. I think Nick Saban's got a better track record with quarterbacks than you think. He's got two and he's got Mac Jones. I mean, you can say what you want about Mac Jones, but he's still the starting quarterback. But how highly were those, re- like, recruits? Mac Jones? Tua was number one. I was going to say, Mac Jones, though, on the other side, I don't think was too terribly high. Tua was the number one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I mean, if you're if you're Nick Saban, why why do you? I mean, why do you need to uh, have a quarterback that's throwing forty to fifty times a game and getting you three hundred yards a game when you have the Derrick Henrys of the world and all the other running backs that have come through Alabama that are torching SEC dif- uh, defenses and everybody else that they run? Because college football's changed that much in two well, two thousand nine. They won their first championship with Nick. So yeah, that was a defense. That was a defense and Mark Ingram-led team. Um, they beat a Colt McCoy-led Texas team that honestly was not... Colt McCoy, still in the league. Colt McCoy, still mm-hmm. in the league. Um, good. Yeah. Yeah, he looks great. He's moisturizing. 
Him and uh, <laughs> him and Justin Thomas of the PGA have never been sitting at the same place at the same time. No. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And doppelganger. Justin Thomas, <laughs> University, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck? I don't know. You got lost. Yeah, I did. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, you, you were wanting to talk more AFC. Uh, no, I think that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's all I had for the AFC. I really wanted to touch on the Jaguars game. Um, coaching says a lot, though. Um, I don't know. I credit to credit to Jalen Hurts for like I like for I don't know. Like I'm just impressed with him. Um, if he put in that much work, which it seems like he did, um, if he put in that much work, like fuck, good on him, man. Like I I I I respect you. Um, that was my love letter to an Eagles player before the playoffs. How are you guys doing? Can I give you my love letter to Tiger Woods? Yeah. Okay. Schwammy, you ready for Tiger Woods stats? Yes. Okay. Happy 47th birthday to Tiger Woods. His birthday was on December 30th, but he's so good, we still celebrate here as we're recording this podcast on January the 11th. Tiger Woods stats. I'm just going to run through them. When's his birthday? December the 30th. Okay. He turned 47 years old. There's Some of these are better than others, but I don't think any of them are bad. In the last 60 years, there are three instances of a player winning five or more PGA starts in a row. They belong to Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods. <laughs> wow. He, he won seven... Uh, excuse me, seven in a row, six in a row, five in a row. Here's another stat. Tiger Woods is credited with 41 career wins on the European Tour, third most of any player all time. He has never played full-time on that tour. (laughs) You want more stats? I've got more stats. Let's hear them. From the 1999 Memorial through the 2001 Memorial, Tiger Woods won 20 times in 40 official PGA Tour starts. Then he did it again, winning 20 times in 40 (laughs) official PGA Tour starts from the 2005 uh, WGC American Express through the 2008 U.S. Open. Jesus. Win percentage by outright 54-hole leader on PGA Tour. PGA Tour in 2022, the outright leader won the tournament 41.4% of the time. The PGA Tour in the last 10 seasons, the 54-hole leader has won 42% of those tournaments. Tiger Woods in the same situation. Can I guess? Go ahead. 97. 95.7%. He has won 44 of 46 tournaments. When he was a 54-hole leader. That is so fucking incredible. It's ridiculous. Like... Wow. That is fucking crazy. Okay, so we haven't talked much golf on here, but can you, like... I can't keep it together for three holes. Like, I can't... Like if I That's what she said. If I put three... No, she had two. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Um... (laughs) If I had like I can't put three holes together. Like that's that's good for me. Like if I get a par, 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 I'm good. Like I, I don't know, three pars in a row, I'd be super fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many mistakes you would you could make 
on 54 holes of golf. Marikawa just blew like a six-shot lead this week. Yep. Yeah. How many how many mistakes can you make in the hardest game there is to play in 54 holes of golf? That man is Jesus fuck. Tiger Woods has the PGA Tour record for most consecutive cuts made. TJ, you may actually know this number. Um Okay, what was the what was the stat again? Sorry. Tiger Woods has the PGA Tour record for most consecutive cuts made at. Oh, um, I have no idea. A hundred and forty-two consecutive starts. Uh, My God. John Rom has the longest active streak at nineteen. <laughs> John Rom's killing it though. I mean, John Rom's fucking. He's like the best. Jesus, that Bernadoodle is. From, from he's a Bernadoodle. From the years two thousand four to two thousand six, TJ, this will really uh, you'll love this one. This will go right to your putter. You'll love this one. From the years two thousand four <laughs> to two thousand six, Tiger had fourteen hundred and sixty six putts from three feet and in. He missed three of them. Wow. My God, we uh. Uh, Askcasters, <laughs> we have uh, this new Bernadoodle that uh, Sharon just doesn't have a grandkid, so she's dropping it on puppies now. This Bernadoodle is screaming for her poor life. I don't know what she's she's wanting food or something. Who knows? I think she's okay. She's just she's just whining. Are uh, they ter- doing the ritual from uh, taking Poco's soul and putting it into her? It's body? exactly what we're hearing. Poco's right now. literally laying on the ground, lifeless, in front of us. Usually, you ask casters, you can hear her in the background. Today, she's lifeless, soulless. She needs a payment. She's a rug. She's like, a rug. Like, like Tiger Woods competitors going into the to the Sunday. Here's another Tiger Woods stat. From the 1999 PGA through the 2001 Masters, here are Tiger Woods' finishes in the majors. Now, let me read that again just so that you can comprehend this. From the 1999 PGA to the 2001 Masters, here's Tiger Woods' finish in those tournaments. Win, fifth place, win, 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 win. Good God. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You got any more? I do, actually. Okay, yeah, fucking, let, let's hear them. Yeah, keep going. Best score rel- relative to par in the majors from 1997 to 2009. Tiger, this is, this might be the best one of all these Okay, stats. can you, ref- can you say that again? Best score relative to par in the majors from the years 1997 to 2009. Okay? You got it, TJ? Schwammy, you following? Yes. Okay. Tiger Woods was 134 shots under par. His next closest competitor in that time frame was Phil Mickelson, who was plus 99. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Phil was the only player within 250 strokes of Tiger Woods. That's I've got more. Ridiculous. Tiger is the Keep only going. player since 1950 to win the same PGA Tour event four years in a row. 
He's done it at Bay Hill and the Buick Invitational. What is going on? You want to take a timeout and go see? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think Fuzzy the Clown just came. Ask Casters, we're probably going to take a quick timeout, get an edit in here, and then we'll close out this show. Hold All on right. just a sec. Swammy, we got to see what's happening. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll be here. So, Askcasters, we had to take a quick break there, and we're coming back. We had uh, Betty White issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Betty Betty White, the new Bernadoodle, uh, has uh, she is she is now happy and comforted and not barking in the background. So, hopefully, you guys were able to pick up some of those amazing Tiger Woods stats. Um, I think I'm actually, believe it or not, Askcasters, I might be in control of our Twitter account here sometime soon. So if that happens, I will send you <laughs> oh the boy. link uh, to where all of these uh, Tiger Woods stats can be found. And you guys can peruse them at your own leisure, hopefully with dogs not barking in the background. But with that being said, boys, we are approaching pretty close to 8 p.m. here on this Wednesday. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it's time for final thoughts. Feel free to take oh, the time that you oh, need. unless. Uh-oh, hold on. Maybe not. Um, um, yeah. I have a couple questions to ask y'all. One, when we talked about... Okay, so Andy, you are Sans Golf Clubs. I am. So I, I didn't really think about that when I put this you have, on there. Do you have you bought new ones or are you waiting on them? I, I have not. I'm still picking up the pieces from finally getting a new car. I threw a new fancy... Uh, alarm system in there that's got a gps tracker on it it's it's all fancy so now now we move yes, on to the so we can club. see that it's always at crown chase got that is it. that's what we hope <laughs> um andy but you do have your old golf clubs yes they're in the garage yes so we could go golf since it's going to be nice next week not this weekend next weekend yeah well i'm going to be talking to spirit guide this week i was going to say i think we have designated this as pedro week are you going to have some it won't show up on it. I know. I, you know how okay. I am. So, okay. Uh, but no, the following weekend, I, I don't see any reason that we shouldn't go golf. All right. Shall we? I'll be in town next week, and I, I might have Thunder games, but I could if we could do like a tea time on like during the d- day Swing or something. Swing a Saturday like morning? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Um, Actually, we should probably get out there before NFL games, by the way. Um, yeah. Well, you and Old Top can use your fucking... Top golf. We we can yeah. cards. Um, that also might be a good place to do the podcast for the for the uh, for the Masters. Oh, oh God! Do it on location. Give some fucking shout out to Top Golf being in Wichita and fucking just have our podcast there. I think we could work that. Um, that would be very interesting. I I like that idea. Uh, let's, uh... That could be our first on remote. Yes, remote. I mean, the the, the, the time to do our remotes is going to be coming up here. Like, there's for, never a bad time for remote. Summertime is a bad time oh. for remote. Oh yeah, if we're outside, under, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, remember when we we joked about doing a a radio row for something? <laughs> we need to do something like that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. We should, sh- we should just show up at the mall and just set up and see what happens. If we went to the west one, literally no one would give a shit. That's true. You can, hey, janitor, how many times have you waxed the floors? You can have a fucking satanic blood rite ritual in the middle of the fucking Spencer's. No one will say a fucking word at the West Wichita Mall. Like, hey, I don't care as long as I get my Annie Ann's pretzel. They, I, I don't even. Is Annie Ann still there? Annie Ann's is still oh, hell yeah. strong. Um, yeah, I went to the record store there recently, uh, just to look at records, and um, yeah, fucking just awful. Dead. Yeah, it just awful like the most it was just bad anyway um yes we are getting that time i'll quit talking about the wichita mall um <laughs> you want to just jump into your final thoughts then? Uh, take, take your time take your time i'll um final thoughts um nfl is gonna be over soon um college the football Cowboys. is done um Charlie, shut the fuck up um <laughs> Um, (laughs) golf is going to be starting ice hockey nhl actual playoffs are going to be starting um nba playoffs which we don't talk about much on here i've not talked much nba um so i mean for those of you that indulge cool um I'm just really excited for a good 2023. Um, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy to do this here for another year, boys. Like, that's all, that's yep. all I got. Schwammy. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to a great 2023 as well. You know, obviously, like TJ was saying, playoffs are coming up fairly soon, and a few sports uh, already kicking off with the, the NFL. Um, all, Side note with the NFL, glad DeMar Hamlin is doing better and, you know, finally out of the hospital. And, you know, hopefully he can, you know, not only just uh, live a normal life, but live a healthy life without any complications. And you never know, maybe even make his way back to the NFL field someday. But um, good to see him doing better after a scary moment in that game against the Bengals. So um, other than that, no, I'm looking forward to a, an exciting 2023 after a fun uh, 2022, which we started our ha- podcast pretty much halfway through the year there. So looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'll kind of piggyback on what Schwammy was talking about. So, um, I mean, we're going to be talking here on the podcast for the next month or so. We'll be definitely talking about the, the NFL playoffs and, and that whole situation. But I think we've got a nice thing going on this podcast. I mean, when we started this podcast initially, uh, last year, I think we focused on, I mean, we were balls deep into hockey more than we were anything else i think the the playoffs yeah. had just started and and so ask caster just so you, so you know we've i mean we've got uh, there's multiple people on this podcast that can talk about different things and so as, as football starts to wrap up and you might be wondering what what we might talk about when that time comes i mean we're not just going to sit here and talk about the breaking news for nfl free agency day after day after day after day that's just not what we do so uh, we will we'll actually start diving in much more into the NHL. Uh, TJ and, and Shawway are, are very good about talking on that front. Um, mm. I know enough to be dangerous. Carlos doesn't even know who the, the best hockey player of all time is. Brody Broder. Brody Broder. Oh. Brody Broder. <laughs> so so we, will, we will talk hockey. Great center uh, forward. 
Um, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Devils, hashtag Avalanche, hashtag... I mean, we'll, we'll talk about all of them. Uh, we will hop into a little bit of NBA. We're just good enough to be dangerous there. And then once uh, once baseball gets uh, gets going, we'll we'll start talking some preseason to a little a small degree uh, in, in that thing. So we can cover all of these sports, and we'll, I think that's what makes us a little bit unique is the fact that we can we can talk about just about everything. Hang tight, just a second, ask casters. I'm trying to take a look at. Um, I want to say on top of that, I mean, if anybody is listening and wants us to talk about certain topics, always send us something on our, on our Twitter page or, or, you know, send us a message or leave a comment on YouTube or wherever else you can find us. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. Reach out, AskCasters. Our Twitter has not been um, as active lately. Um, that's why Andrew is probably going to take over some of the reins here going forward. Um but yeah, um, thanks, listeners. Uh, I just find it fucking it tickles me so well. Like, and save, not that it's save, bad. Save, not save that, that schwammy. Save that schwammy. One forty-four tickles him yeah. so well. All right, I gotta cut Hell the yeah, brother. shit out of that. Um, <laughs> God. So anyway, you were getting tickled on your balls. Uh, no, it, I find it just <laughs> <laughs> so Brussels. Really, Brussels, my balls, with how well and how well received our podcast has been there. They are the second city behind our own city, Wichita, um, in listenership. But I do want to give a shout out to all of our listeners who've been with us since the, I think it was like early July. Um, mm -hmm. Reach out to us uh, at our social media, at AskCasters on Twitter and YouTube. Andy, got anything else? Uh, I was just going to say, as we're talking about new listeners, thank you, Canada. Yeah. Canada, Canada hopped into the mix. So, yeah, we'll, again, just we'll try to do a better job in 2023 of reaching out to you guys as the listeners and being interactive and covering things that you want to talk about. But we can only do that if you let us know what you want to hear. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll just we'll just kind of take your lead from that. So that's all I've got. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off here and I'll let you guys do the same. See you guys. Later.